Hey guys, welcome to Cold Film Interview, the podcast where we discuss the films you love but no one else gets, and we see if they still hold up. Tonight is all about young love, the kind of love that would make you go crazy. So crazy that you would murder. The only kind of love a man can have with his car. It's the kind of love we're talking about. Because we're talking about Christine. So let's start the show. Your Hollywood system stole our sex and co-opted our violence, so there's nothing left for our kinds of movies. <laughs> I did not hit her. It's not true. Clopex. 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 Up yours, baby. Me and Bubba, my little brother, listen to you every night. Where in the hell are we? I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hey guys, thanks for joining the cult. We really appreciate it. Uh, do us a favor, head over to iTunes, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout out at the end of the show. We have two to do tonight. Uh, and then head over to our iTunes, or, or iTunes, our YouTube page, and subscribe there. Uh, watch our videos, leave comments. We really appreciate all that stuff. Tonight we're talking about Christine. It was directed by John Carpenter. Came out in 1983. Had a budget of $10 million. Made $21 million in the box office. Was filmed here in the US of A. Has a rating of R and currently sits at a 68% on Rotten Tomatoes. If you don't know what Christine is about, a nerdish boy buys a strange car with an evil mind of its own. And its nature starts to change him and, and, and reflect it. Right? Yeah. Oh. I thought this was about a long-nosed man who uh, teaches a young man how to read poetry to the girl that he loves. Is that Roxanne? That is definitely Roxanne. Oh, shit. Have I watched the wrong film? (laughs) (laughs) As always, I am joined by Michael Salusio. Hi, everybody. Chris Wilbrecht. Hey, what's up? And Kyle Smith. God, you really turn shit around. Uh, what what do I normally say? (laughs) Uh, See, you can't do it the other way around. Firing off. Yeah, he's he's frozen. Hey, how's it going? It's like it's like down under. We went the other way around. Yeah, we spun. What do I say in reverse? <laughs> I know. I was still thrown off. I was like, wait, what do I normally say? It's become muscle memory at this point, right? So this was Kyle's pick. Kyle, why'd you pick Christine? Uh, I picked Christine because well, we haven't done a John Carpenter film in a while, and I'm coming off the high of of, of recently meeting John Carpenter and and seeing him live because we uh, me and my brother went to his uh, his uh, first first show on his new uh, tour where he's playing all his old themes at, yeah. in Vegas um, last weekend, and he started playing the theme to Christine, and I was like, fuck. I forgot this was actually a pretty good, pretty good theme. And I was like, "Fuck it, we're gonna go with Christine. That's gonna be my pick." So yeah. So what was it like meeting uh, John Carpenter? It was cool, man. Like, I mean, if anybody's seen the pic, see my picture, it's I'm I'm smiling like a fucking jackass. Dude, you look like the happiest I've ever seen you. Yeah, I'm like grinning <laughs> ear to fucking ear. And John Carpenter looks like he just has to take a shit. Like he <laughs> just looks so grumpy. He, he looks so grumpy and disconnected. And, yeah. and it's funny because, you know, I talked to, to Mon- Maniazzi about about it because he made a similar comment to me after I posted it. He's like, that's the same That's the same face I got, you know? So no, your brother, has a, your, your brother has a picture with him too and it's the same exact it thing. It is, but like, here's how, here's how, let me, let me tell you how it went because this was really kind of I mean, it's good for Ryan, but like, kind of shit on me because I went after him. Um, Ryan pissed John Carpenter off. No, 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 no. <laughs> Ryan, what he did? Ryan got like the most um, interaction out of him, and then I came in to the picture, and it was basically back to. Uh. So Ryan showed up to get signed. He had the new album, 
and he had the brand new thing board game. Um, so right before Ryan goes up, the guy in front of him is getting in, getting the original Halloween two album signed and the original uh, Escape from New York album signed. And while John Carpenter's in the middle of signing that, he goes, "God, does anybody have the new album?" Which I'm like, "Oh, I feel bad for that fucking guy because that was kind of like, yeah, well, that sucks for you." So then. One of one of the John Carpenter's guys is like, oh, he does pointing at my brother Ryan. He's got the new album, and then he, oh, cool, he also has the new game. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet, and everybody's like, oh, none of us have seen it yet. So Ryan's all like, yeah, I do. You guys can check it out here. And like John Carpenter's like looking at, it, he's like, this is awesome, and signs the album, and he looks at Ryan. He's like, you see those two guys in the back? That's them sitting right there. You want them to sign it too? And Ryan's like, hell yeah, I do. That's awesome. So like that, his brother or his, John Carpenter's son signs it. The other guy in the band signs it. And like John Carpenter's trying to open the thing box and look at it, and then he realizes, oh, I kind of can't do this. I kind of keep it going. I don't have time for so, it. <laughs> so, so, so he was just like, "Thank you, thank you, thank you." It was this was this was great. Ryan's like, "Thanks, that's awesome." I walk up. <laughs> yeah, what'd you have? I walk up, get my picture taken. I brought with me. Um, Ryan got me some years years ago. Is this is this coffee table book, and it's all behind the scenes photos that was shot by uh, Kim. Can't remember her last name. Kardashian. No. Um, uh, on John Carpenter's first three films, she Kardashian. was she was his on set photographer. So um, I brought that because I thought that's kind of cool. Yeah, know, the big yeah. cool thing. And I thought I was only allowed to bring one personal item, but I was actually allowed to bring two personal items, and I didn't have a second with me. Uh, so I ended up I had my my thing phone case. I popped that off. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna retire the phone case, have him sign it." Yeah. I I get the picture. I put the book down, and all <laughs> all John Carpenter says to me is. Oh, giving Kim some more money, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yes. And that was it. I was just like, thanks. <laughs> what what was? I was like, God damn it, Ryan. I had to follow yeah. you with all the cool, fun, crazy shit. So did he say he uh, listened to the podcast? Was he a big fan? <laughs> no, 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 he, no, no. Wait, he mentioned the podcast. Like, oh, didn't, I you recognize that shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Did you give yeah. him a business card? Did, did you, you wear the business shirt? Cards? Oh, of course I wore. You the wore shirt. the shirt. Oh, it's yeah. in the picture. Yeah. Oh, really? That's called, that's called marketing, right we'll there. We'll put that that's on. Uh, we'll put that on the uh, Instagram. Yeah, share it to our Instagram. Yeah, we'll put that on the Instagram of this you can see, episode. You post. can see me uh, grinning like a fucking jackass. <laughs> yeah, dude, biggest so, smile I've I ever know. made. And he's dude. got the biggest stink face yeah. on, like <laughs> just like he really does. But he's you know what? Over, really over smiling. Overall, <laughs> it was a cool experience. I mean, I got to meet the master of horror, and yeah. I, I love I love his films. You know, and his show was fucking awesome man like he was like way into it and you could tell every single person in the band was smiling the whole time they were playing like they were just really happy to be doing this yeah so it it, it was a great show overall so i thought you know what coming off of that let's do a john carpenter movie and i decided to go with christine it's kind of it's not exactly his best yeah and it's not exactly his worst it's kind of in this weird middle ground of of, of a lot of his films existing and Let's fucking do it. All right, we'll talk about that when we come right back. Start her up. Really? Her name's Christine. I like that. Come on, Arnie, we gotta get going, huh? My asshole brother brought her back in September, 57. That's when you got your new model year in September. Brand new she was. She had the smell of a brand new car. That's just about the finest smell in the world. And we're back. We're talking about Christine. This was Kyle's pick. Came out in 1983. 
John Carpenter film. Let's um okay, so basically, let's let's get into this film. Let's break into it because it uh, it's weird to me. It's not that weird. It's a killer car. Let's get over it. Well, there's no, not much to this. Yeah. It is a killer car. I mean, just like the character development that kind of just happens and then doesn't happen. What do you, with wait, so with what, what character? I mean, with so, the car? No, yeah. no, no. The, <laughs> yeah. the, the car is the character itself, but Arnie is the nerd uh, who purchases Christine Correct. the vehicle for $250 while he's with his friend uh, Dennis, mm-hmm. who's the jock. Uh, who's coming back from a football injury and he's and he's gonna play football again and he's the good looking friend and Wait, he's kind what? of the he cool never one. had injury before him. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, he he does mention because they it. ask him, mm-hmm. "How's your knee? Are you gonna play this year?" Yeah. yeah. Oh, didn't yeah, he, he said, catch that? Yeah, he says Doctor says I'm better than new, and he he kind of is is Arnie's best friend and it's kind of this odd couple mm-hmm. of friends. Yeah. Um, and then basically as the as the movie progresses. Um, Arnie starts to change as he, he buys Christine. Christine has an evil past in the beginning, we find out, just from the get-go. It just starts murdering people. I love that they don't tell you why, though. I do, too. I love that. Thanks, yeah, John Carpenter. I, I like that. I like that. Oh, are you being sarcastic? No, I'm, oh, okay. I'm being serious because he does you. that. We said this about Snake Plissken's character. We don't know what the fuck well, he did. And it's, like, according to, yeah. I don't know, I haven't read the book of Christine, but according to Wikipedia, uh, uh, Stephen King... Actually, the the vehicle is possessed by the the old owner, who is the brother. Okay, right. So he gave it a a, a person mm. in, in that okay. in the book. I and, like it. Yeah. I like this movie. You left it just wide open. You don't know why the car is the way the car yeah. is. No, me. I like That's that too. I said, Thanks, John Carpenter. I'm actually gonna disagree with you guys. Oh, uh, here he comes. Uh, you know, there there are times where I think it's effective. Uh, like if you're talking about like Snake Plissken. Like it's cool because like you get this opinion that, of Snake Bliskin that oh he's been on a lot of journeys and he's done a lot of stuff right but like the beginning of this film makes it seem like he she was just like built this way mm-hmm. but here's the thing like why 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 any their cars are on assembly line they get created all the time like why this one if I feel like it kind of needs to be explained a little bit it's kind yeah. of a it actually kind of like doesn't irritate me because I'm just like whatever but like well there's two ways you can take it in this film. Okay. Um, so the first way you could take it is that it was born evil. Built. Built evil. Whatever. Um, the other way you could take it is that um, when the guy gets his hand smashed, you could take that as, as a freak accident. And when the guy dies inside of the car, you could just take that as the guy, maybe he just fucking had a stroke or something in the car. And maybe his soul is now imprinted on the vehicle. You could you could take I, it that way. I, here's how I took it. Uh, or I like to think of it as John Carpenter's taking the kind of the 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 concept of, of born evil versus like nurture versus nature type of thing where some things are just created evil. I mean And yeah. it's a more it's a more supernatural element. And I think that is what gives it gives the character Christine that kind of cool and creepy vibe it to it is that so it's kind many... of it's an I took unique it, powers. I, I, well, that's why I took it as like almost as a demon. Yeah, yeah. That's, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I felt the same way. I just kind of would like to have seen that. You know, maybe if we see, had, if we had five well, more you want to see a whole hell scene where a demon leaves hell, Mike, and then possesses a car on the assembly line. I think going that direction, <laughs> going that direction though, could have easily led to what Kyle often says is bad about ghost films is that. They give you a backstory as to why something's haunted, and then you're like, "Oh, I don't really." That kind of takes mm. like the fear out of it. Like, I never took Christine as haunted. That's every that's every ghost film. No, I took Christine. I always took as possessed. But I get yeah. what, 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 what it's Chris is just concept. simply making a concept and a yeah. point yeah. here, which I which I agree with. I agree with. I think there in some situations, yes, it, it, it's great to kind of have an understanding why. But I feel like 
it's just like it I think the the understanding is like some things some objects or some things in life are just widely considered cursed. It just has bad mojo. I mean, I like, guess and that's so, kind but of like, the car of Christine. It's always it's always under the assumption that something is very old or that something has like fall like like the red violin is like that. Like it just keeps going and like it just keeps picking up this bad mojo wherever it goes. Like I mean I, it picked up bad mojo right when it was built because it, it injured somebody mojo. and somebody died inside of it. Right, which right, picked right. up bad mojo from the beginning. No, right. I think but it's like, bad mojo just from the beginning, even but before that. The, but like in the red violin, like the violin isn't like sentient. This thing is like sentient and it has like a, a sense of humor right yeah. <laughs> that's like, what I'm saying that's why I think it's like it's possessed by like a demon or something it like would have to be it would lines. have to be I mean I think that's kind of the understanding explain... of it though is that yeah. it's possessed by like a demon or but I think that's also voice, part voice. of the fun of it too because it kind of lets you determine yourself well and it also that's never... like one of the things but I the actually thing is, like I felt like okay, this one so went too this, far that's all I'm saying this demon possesses people like it, it, I mean, it changes. Uh, right, Ar- Arnie. That is right? true. Right. It, it does possesses have a, people yeah. and it possesses the person before it. So, like, I think, I think once it starts to possess that person, like the car plays off that person's well, well, sort I mean, of. Well, I wouldn't say it, it, it. No, I, I think you're. I think you're absolutely right because I mean that the the director gives us that in this movie by showing that as the car possesses Arnie more and more, the mileage rolls back to zero. In the film, you know what I mean. Like, mm. so it's I, I think that, that the mileage rolling back was almost a way of showing that like the car is getting stronger, and and its grip and possession of Arnie was getting stronger. That bond was stronger. No, I and uh, I think that I don't know if it possess like necessarily possesses as much as it, it bewitched him. Yeah, as it <laughs> as it, I don't know. So it gives some kind of like in, in like the dark side, dude. It gives some kind of yeah, empowerment. I think it does kind of possess him because you look at the character of Arnie and how how he changes. It definitely the film. changes him, and and he he's very meek and mild manner, and then he kind of gets, starts. You see him just slowly develop a little bit of confidence, yeah. and that confidence turns into turns into kind of this cocky well, attitude, and then eventually it turns into where he's almost drunk. On the car. Well, but can I just say, this is just one step away from being a comedy. Because the commentary that they're making about a guy falling in love with his car, like, and dying because of it, like, it's, 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 it's so poetically, like, it's, it's so conscious of, like, this real life scenario that we've all like an obsession yeah, that we like, have. He, so, yeah. like the, the like it's a stereotype that people know like the dude that's super obsessed with his car right you know and especially that it or takes anything, place yeah. in like this kind of like era with that type of car you know the idea of some dude just being like oh man the fucking car man my hot rod well yeah and i think they hammer that home pretty hard because when uh arnie's with his girlfriend what's her name i forgot uh, lee yeah Lee he's with lee or whatever yeah She's like, you know, I think you love this car when this is car is your girlfriend. Right. You know what I mean? They really try to say like, right? Are you fucking this car right now? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, he was. <clears throat> he did it. Yeah. No, he, he definitely it. did. He fucked that car. No. So yeah, we're kind of all like a little bit into the characters themselves and their development. And it happens throughout the film, um, as like I said, like uh, what's Dennis? Is it Dennis? Yeah, Dennis. Yeah. Uh, is is like the jock guy and kind of. That this is the thing I don't like is the middle of the film hmm. is because it's like Dennis honestly is in the beginning of the film and at the end of the film. 
like in the middle when he, he disappears yeah. after he gets injured because mm-hmm. of of honestly he can't pay attention to the game they try to blame it on christine i feel like and i'm like that just doesn't work it doesn't work that doesn't work at all for me he just happens to look at arnie making out yeah. in front of christine i think that's what it was he was yeah, i but, think what distracted him wasn't christine it was arnie making out no, with, no. The, with i i the agree but <laughs> they made they try to make it seem at the end of when he's injured and they get the stretcher that it was like it pulls in on christine and it like has this ominous music yeah. i mean yeah, I mean, but what they're saying, I mean, but it was, yeah, it kind of is Christine a little bit because Christine possesses Arnie to have this weird kind of like turn him into like, yeah, like a like a rebel without a cause kind of dude that like doesn't give a shit and right. will make out with your girl. Which can we talk about that like relationship? I didn't like, I didn't buy that shit at all. Neither did I. But hold on, we'll get into it. Yeah, okay, we'll okay, there. we'll get there then. And then uh, he just dis- disappears though. Yeah, he disappears. Like he's literally in the hospital for like months, and then you see the time go by. Right in the film, and then he comes back to be the hero at the end. And it's like I don't know. Like it's just I feel like they made his character strong enough for that. Like because I liked when John Stockwell was on screen. Like I, I did too. I liked, I liked John his Stockwell. character. I thought he yeah, played it so natural. I wanted I wanted more. I really and I got less. I really liked the knife scene. With the with the bullies when he oh, stands in up in the yeah. shop, in yeah. shop. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot. There's a lot of um, tension in that. Yeah, scene. that's yeah, the dude. word. Exactly the word I wanted to use is yeah. tension. I was going to yeah, say. John suspension. Travolta yeah. pulls that knife out. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was Carrie. <laughs> no, I know, but right, it's like, who are you looking for? Yeah, right. <laughs> it's just yeah. It's um, dude. It's 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 fucking yeah. So what? Yeah, what? It's what? What are you <laughs> talking about? <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like that that portion of the movie, and then. I agree with Chris though. I think the I think that character was strong was was already a strong enough established character that even if he wasn't on screen, like I still felt like oh no he was present. I didn't forget about I, him. No, neither neither did I. I liked him a lot, and then it's just like he disappears. I'm like, man, I want to see more with him and like yeah. what's going on with Arnie. And it's not too much interaction because it's all in the fucking hospital. Story's really about Arnie though. I think so. That was kind of you know. That maybe they well, th- felt they could get no, away with. Not well, I think. Well, I, it's weird because I feel like in the beginning of the film they want you to think that the story is really about Dennis, but it's actually about Arnie. Right, and, and that's. Then, a, I mean, that's yeah. a common thing they do. It's a misdirection, but I think it works. I think I think it works because you, you, they do a really great job of, of showcasing. And they did it on purpose. They really showcase like how weak of a character Arnie is in the beginning of the film. Just yeah. not only as a character, but as in terms of a character presence in the film he's a weak character you know what though i'm starting to think about this too because i'm trying to think about it in terms of like the exorcist you don't really ever think that like regan is the main character in exorcist but like she is right i mean like if you think about this like yeah yeah, but but let's just like arnie is possessed Mm -hmm. right it follows that same kind of yeah, it like, that same like you think, thing. you know, oh, okay, they're in a desert and all this shit is happening. Well, this is the guy. And then you're like, no, and maybe it's the priest. And then you're like, oh, okay, maybe. The the mom is more of the focus point in Yeah, exorcist. right. Yeah, it keeps and, bouncing and they did around. the same thing in, in, in this, which I, I don't have a problem with that. I like that they did that. I like that they kind of they kind of shifted your focus because, I mean, the it, it really, like, even when, when Arnie freaks out about seeing Christine, Christine for what – I thought wasn't the first time, but I don't know how you guys took that because he's like, no, he's I, like, stop, stop, stop. I want to see her. I want to see I thought it was the yeah. first time. I no. thought, I thought, I thought he had been like pining over this fucking car. It or seemed something. like he has been pining over this car. 
That's what I yeah. got too. Uh, I guess I you could see it. Pick that I, I, I didn't, but I mean, I guess it's possible. Just the way, just the way that he, that it was just the way that he, he, he seemed like he was already aware that that car was there yep. before when he, when he told him to stop. Like he had jerked off. He to had it already, a few he, times he was already in he that scene. It. He was already like referring to exactly. the car as a her and stuff. I'm like, I want to see her. Come on, just go back. I just want to see her again. I don't know. I, I got the impression that it just. When he saw it, it made some kind of weird connection to him, like That's how like I a possessed it. connection, like right. where he was like, "I can't, I'm compelled to go and you know look at this thing." Right. It wasn't a full on uh, Stratocaster Wayne's World situation. <laughs> no, I don't it, think it, it was felt really that way when around. he saw that car. <laughs> I, I thought it did, but yeah, I can see it both ways. If the sure. old man came out and you like, you want to see the car? Again, why? Does it, am, <laughs> am I wrong to say there's always guys like that in John Carpenter movies? Like guys that come out and they're all grizzly and kind of like yeah. bearded and I think that's just a theme in films. Yeah, I yeah, feel well, like the I crazy old the creepy the creepy old guy. A lot of the yeah the creepy old guy. I feel like I feel like when I watch a John Carpenter movie, I mean I watch I w- any Friday Thirteenth, right? <laughs> but but, he, but John Carpenter's got a specific look. If you look at at the characters he picks and the or the actors and actresses he picks. They always have. I, I feel like I can tell when I'm watching one based. He uses on, a lot of the same too. So no, yeah, he buys the car basically from a creepy, creepy old man whose brother owned owned the vehicle before, and also had a we find out had a bad uh, behavior. Well, he had a he had a, a a history. Yeah, of not being liked and was kind of crazy and all that stuff. Yeah, he he was kind of yeah he he was he was an asshole. Yeah, is is the way that his brother tells it, like any bro- <laughs> like any brother would. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and then you also find out there's just been weird history with that yeah. with him in that car, and, you know. And Arnie, you know, uses his college money to buy this vehicle, which pisses his parents off, who have been planning his life. Apparently, oh, yep. they're the worst. They seem like horrible oh, people. Like I would, the worst. I would hate parents. my life. I some, hate my life. And so uh, they're not happy about it, and they blame Dennis. For some who's, who's, just, who's just casually yeah. drink, you know drinking who, down whole, a glass yeah. of milk in the kitchen? Who the whole time was Disgusting. like, "Don't buy this fucking piece of shit." Yeah. Yeah, don't buy it. And they won't let him park it in the in the driveway, so he uh, takes it to the fix-it-yourself garage. Badass, by the way. I wish there was more of those nowadays. You get a lecture, though, if you want to store your shit there. I love that character. <laughs> I know. Dude, Will. Fucking love the- Why did the, that also feel like a John Carpenter thing? Will, like, Will's character is one of my fucking favorites. He's, he's really He has good. the best line in this movie, which is-, which, which is uh, don't don't ever drive that mechanical asshole in this garage. <laughs> oh yeah, it yeah. Calls, so good. It calls the car mechanical asshole. It's <laughs> so fucking funny. I did. I Gets did me laugh. every time. Yeah, no, he's he's probably if I had to choose a favorite character, he's probably my favorite character. Honestly, I, he, I just love him. He was definitely one. entertaining to watch with mm-hmm. his 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 mouth full of well, like chewing tobacco. I would imagine, and, he, and in the short amount of time that he's on screen, he does make you really care about him. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this guy's a fucking dick, but I know he's like just trying to do his best. He's just he's just yeah, he's just kind of hard. He's just kind of hard nosed, you know. And and yeah, there is that really fucking fantastic scene where after Arnie's been working on his car for a while, he comes up and he's like. You know, maybe uh, you know, maybe uh, we'll work something out where you just kind of pick up around here, clean up, and uh, you know, I'll let you pick whatever you want out of the junkyard, yeah. and maybe I'll throw in some cash. Yeah, I'll think about it. And it's just char- his face totally turns. You could tell he was trying to be like yeah. his as close to his version of nice, yeah. <laughs> as possible. And then he's just like, "Well, don't think about it too long." Yeah, I know it's great. <laughs> Such a curmudgeon. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking loved it. 
Can okay, since we're talking about him, this is a mystery to me, and I want to know if I just if I just read this totally wrong. Is he the guy at the beginning that finds the dead body in the car? No, working no, at the no, plant? no. I didn't. Mm-hmm. No, I didn't. It see looked that. like the same guy, but it just it obviously had aged. No, mm. no. I could see, yeah, a younger version of him, yeah. maybe, but I never, di- no, didn't put that together. Okay, just wanted to see if I was uh, alone on that. You are okay. So, uh, yeah, and then. <clears throat> So where were we at? Sorry, I just lost my place. Bought the car, took it to the Fix It Garage, yeah. and he starts going to town on yeah, fixing up rest, this car. The rest of the movie is him fixing this and car. Some, and, some, <laughs> and somehow he's finding perfectly painted yeah. door panels in a shitty junkyard. Great chrome. Like, yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, when does, when does Christine's powers kind of start? Because, like, I feel like Christine is doing Christine's that Christine's powers itself. start the moment he meets I- her. Yeah, and he, again, here's another th- another problem that I had. Like, with I, I understand you, like, okay, let's not explain like why anything happens, but kind of bothered me too. Like, how did it end up in this junkyard? Like, why has she been dormant this whole time? Why is the brother? She wasn't in a junkyard. No, she was in this dude's house. She's yeah, in I, house. I mean, I know, but like, like. Why was the brother impervious to her wiles? Like, why? Why did he keep her around if no. he killed his brother? Like, why? They're why like, was she inactive? Yeah, why was she? Why was she not trying? to I think kill it other takes. The, I think she looks for the right person. It, it is this weird thing where it's like I kind of just suspended belief for that. But then, like I said, like the rest of the movie to me is just him repeatedly fixing up the car. Yeah, and then I think it's when you know what I think it is is when he starts fixing her up. That's when we start to see the dials running back on their own. And that's really when she kind of starts to come alive again. Yeah, I mean, I got, I got, I did get that too. So, like that she's coming. So like, once, she's once he started bringing again. her back, bringing her back to life, you know, like again, like I think her hold on him and her powers themselves grow, oh, and the more, the more, the more of his life that he puts into this thing, the stronger it gets. You know what I mean? Like the more obsessive he gets and the more he well, yeah. puts pulling power from him, yeah. basically. And basically That's what I took. I don't know. I think it's both ways because, I mean, it fixes his vision. It's true. And it makes him cool. And he gets the hottest chick in school who won't go out with anybody else. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. And then he's a terrible boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, he's really shitty. He's a yeah. piece of shit. Yeah, he's just a <laughs> and it goes that way real quick. Like it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really show you him gradually being like, "Oh, I'm cool and it's nice." Overnight. It's like, yeah. no, I'm cool and I'm a fucking asshole. Yeah. Like the shit he does to her and says to her through this movie, I'm like, wow, dude. When they break, <laughs> when they break up and he tries to get back together with her on the phone, it's right. like, well, fuck you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, God damn, that's Lee, gonna win Lee, her over. Are you there? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, are you there? Can I hit you now? Yeah. Jesus, calm down. Don't do it. Yeah. You know, like he's he does, he does go off the handle Bro, fast. like quick. And it's that possession though. It's that that madness that it sends him yeah. into. Yeah. You know, and then the car, I mean, as so it it kind of goes on like the car tries to kill her Lee because I, the car's jealous. The car's jealous. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. jealous. Jealous because he's making out with somehow her. it turns on its fucking. Yeah, that's the one scene <sighs> in the movie that just didn't like. I didn't fully understand. Like I get the radio kicks on by itself. Yeah. So it's playing music, but where the hell does the spotlight come from in the Spot- car? Well, it's underneath oh. the dash. You don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, I don't have a white whiteout light yeah. in my car. <laughs> I, t- I took it. It was the uh, headlights shooting backwards. No, she has the abel- she has the ability. She's a fucking you're ghost car. You're, you're trying you know, to be. Guys, you're probably be you know, funny. Guys, fuck you. It's a ghost car. Okay, <laughs> it's, it's not a, a like, ghost car. She, it's a real car. She gets 
Ghost crushed. car would imply that it's not she real. She gets crushed and then blows up like a balloon and turns yeah. back to life. She can flip her fucking headlights backwards. I didn't that's take right. that. Wasn't she happens. just choking on a burger? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, somehow, yeah, somehow. But, it, but, 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 the, but with lights. But, but, how does but the car... Yeah, with sick-ass lights. The car, the car sees her choking and then pff, locks the doors so yeah. she can't get out. Ah, yeah, that's and what it was. And it can't on. get to See, her. that was just a little trick. And it turns, and it turns trick. lights really on. And it turns its headlights, reverse, yeah, it reverse it, her headlights. It reverses reverse headlights. headlights into what? Under the hood or something? Yeah, it points them into the car. It comes through the vents. It comes through the vents. It's the brights. The brights are on. Listen, she's a fucking ghost car, dude. Yeah. She's not a ghost car. Demon car, whatever. Demon car, whatever. Demon car. yeah. Eh, same power. More accurate. Rel- relatively same powers. No, it's yeah. not. <laughs> Pretty, Pretty close. Nah. Yeah, no, I'm with Mike on this one. You get possessed by a ghost. You get possessed by a demon. Yeah, true. Both are the true. Ghosts don't possess you. Demons do. No, no you can, can totally get possessed by a ghost. ghost. Yeah. Obviously, you've never seen the movie Ghost. Obviously, you've never yeah. seen the movie Paranormal. <laughs> somebody, somebody <laughs> has <laughs> Anyways, uh... <laughs> So yeah, it's a, it's a <clears throat> fucking weird scene, and like I love the get your hands off her, man. Yeah, like, but he doesn't do anything; he just yeah. shouts it. That guy's so weird looking, just like yeah, and he like really slumped, gets his face so close, close to her, to her face oh after yeah. he's like rubbing his face against it's her, like it's okay. It's orgasmic. It's I wouldn't describe it as that. I would describe it as creepy. No, but the fucking way that they <laughs> act in it is like they're climaxing together. It's, it's so weird. What the fuck? It, it has, no, it does have a weird kind of vibe. No, it she, does have a she, weird vibe. She has a vibe of, oh, I almost died. And he has a vibe of, I'm gonna now that I've saved her, I'm still going to hold her and put my put my cheek against her yeah. cheek to comfort He's her. Like, I'm gonna that was that he was part. so worn out from doing it, he had to like take a rest it or something. It looked really fucking weird. Yeah. Can we, is it now that we can talk about the love story? Which love story? The one that does, I don't I don't understand. I just don't yeah, understand it. Which one? Okay, like there's Dennis. Yes. And there's Lee. Mm-hmm. And then there's just you know. Uh, Arnie. No. Blonde chick. Bl- yeah, blonde chick who is disappears uh, halfway through the film. <laughs> uh, uh, John Travolta's wife. Preston. J. Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Jake, I don't understand Jake like, Kelly what, like Yeah, I don't understand like Kelly Preston's whole. She just looks hot in the movie. And that's it. I yeah, think but that's like Dennis it. is like not into her. No, he's no. Not. In and any she's way, in, she's into him, and you think it's going to go somewhere, but that's in the beginning she of the film. She thinks it's going to go somewhere, and it, and it, yeah, it well, continuously and that's, doesn't. That's in the beginning of the film, and then it just kind of ends in the middle when Arnie's story takes over. Yeah, like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I don't anywhere. understand why. why I agree. Did, why did that bother you? Like that's just a, such a small footnote. This, it is, but this this is uh, that's the thing. It is. does. It is weird that they make it a thing. Yeah, like they make it they, a bigger thing. They make it a thing, and then it doesn't turn into and, anything. But, they and, don't and, make and it a really thing. big thing. Though. They definitely make I it a thing. It, I thought I thought that whole love interest thing existed as like honestly, it was a, like a bit of comedy. Even when she's like looking at him, like oh, he's coming over here to talk to me, and he walks yeah. right past her. Dude, there's it was no, like that's sad. fucking funny. Yeah, there's, there's but, dude, there's nothing funnier than a hot chick getting shot down <laughs> by a guy by a guy who's totally oblivious that she's in love with him. I just kind of thought that, like... You're right, Kyle, comedy. I don't know. I just kind of thought, like, normally when you see that kind of situation, it's like, okay, there's a guy, and he's into he's looking at this other girl, but that other girl has nothing, like, wants nothing to do with them. Yeah. And it's really this girl that probably... He should be with. Yeah. And in this one, it doesn't really make any distinction of doesn't that. Even, it's no, she doesn't like, like come back and swoop wait. in at the end and save everyone. Yeah, it doesn't, what, what do you mean it, make, it doesn't make a distinction? I don't understand what you're saying there. Like... It doesn't make a distinction as to like why she's even like she she's not like the one that really gets him or like the girl that he probably should be with or it's just showing are you just <laughs> que- are you just no. are you just questioning her presence? It's in the just film? showing a yeah. dude burning um, a hot chick like basically yeah. 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 that's yeah. She's like, really all it is. She's literally but to to 
she's literally there to get burned twice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But like. Do you think it's the show? The Lee, the Lee thing and Dennis thing is it like th- a thing that exists. Yeah, it's but like do you think yeah, but show? he doesn't know it doesn't exist until he walks past yeah, her at true. the library and sits down and asks her, and she says she already has a date. Right, I understand so, that. And it's really at that point going forward that 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 thing between Dennis and her is completely dead, but we don't really see anything else that's going on in Dennis' life because he gets injured, basically, yeah. the following scene. So we don't... And then he, This blonde chick has nothing to do with Arnie's life. She should have came and visited yeah. him in the hospital. And then he, why? Uh, and then what he, would that have he, added to well, the story? It worked for Lee. That's what worked for Lee. What would have added that? What, what well, would I'm that saying, have added to the story? I'm saying to complete her character, what did like, the story, what did build it, it up a what little did bit it more add for those to the, two. What did it add to the story to begin with, though? That's what I'm saying. It, I don't show, really know. It, I think it's just showcase. I, I think, honestly, it just it's kind of just showcasing, like, how like disappointment and, and relationships and like or go being in high school. No, I think it's not showing that. I think it's it's much more rudimentary than that. I think it's actually just showing the fact that Dennis is supposed to be the good looking jock that everyone desires in school, even the prettiest girl, and but yet Lee is not into him. And then she later yes. becomes into uh, Arnie. I think that's yes. pretty much all it's I, there. You for. know what? I 100% agree with you. That's exactly why that character exists. That's it. That's and our that's, one that's purpose. All needs to be. Mystery solved. Yeah. All right. There you there go. Cold flow review. It. You heard it first. Let's take a break. <laughs> when we come back, we'll talk more about Christine. Don't be scared. <laughs> I'm scared for you, man. For what's happened to you. It's this fucking car. I know you're jealous. We'll always be friends as long as you stick with me. And you know what happens to shooters who don't. No. What does happen? Well, let's not kid each other, Dennis. Who are the shitters? All of them. And we're talking about Christine. It was Kyle's pick. Came out in 1983. Um... You guys with me here? You guys all right? <laughs> I know. I was just thinking about how we're always introduced with the year that it came out. <laughs> you know, I like to give a little info, Chris, when we come yeah, back. The same info. We don't give time. out a lot yeah, of facts. The same info each time. Or education. So in case you forgot, but, yeah. and in case it's really important, uh, 83. Yeah. So basically, in, in the middle of the film, uh, Dennis gets hurt, and he's uh, in the hospital for a while. And as that's happening, we see the transformation that Arnie's going through. Uh, as he starts to change, he gets more and more fights with his parents. I like the argument with his parents where he roughs up his dad. Oh my god, dude, that was intense. That's an uncomfortable scene. I never liked seeing like a dude like attack his dad. Yeah. Well, both, dude, they were both going full force at each other for yeah, a second. They really it, almost, it felt uh, real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they they get they get at it, and uh, his, him and his mom get into it. And you see that he's starting to just spend all his time with the car, and he's repairing the car, and uh, then the bullies come back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they fucking do. And they trash. They sledgehammer it. I mean, they trash the fuck out of that car. Yeah, yeah, yeah they do. Who thought that bully was going to slip when he jumped on that hood? I that thought it was going to collapse. <laughs> it looked like his feet started to give out, and he caught himself. Those cowboy boots, man. <laughs> Slippery. Yeah, they fuck up his car bad. They just destroy the shit out of it, and apparently one of them takes a dump on the dash. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Lee Interesting co- t- little f- fact. Did anybody feel when they were seeing that car get beat to shit, like... A little bit bad for it. No, you didn't. No, not at any point. In time. I felt bummed. I no. was like, Aw. I was like, wow, that's a really nice car. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, like you're really fucking up a nice car, yeah. man. No, and then uh, well, they learn their lesson, don't they? They do, <laughs> because we find out that Christine can basically regenerate itself after mm. uh, um, 
Arnie professes his love. Yeah. It's grown it just, most powerful now. Just yeah. inhales and comes back to life. <laughs> Reinflates. Yeah. yeah. And then it just goes on a... By the way, I did want to talk about special effects. The reinflating of the car effects, I thought looked really cool. I thought they were great. I, I, was, like, I loved awesome. The, I loved all of the effects in this movie. No, I did too. There. All right. <laughs> I was into it. Yeah. I think the, uh, the, the effects are solid in this film. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know. Are we are we getting to that now? Well, no, we're still no, going. No, no, I just okay. wanted to stop on that point because it's the first time we see the car kind of repair itself, and I I just thought, you know, I just thought it looked really fucking cool, so it I did. wanted to touch on it. Keep going. Come yeah. On. So then, you know, Arnie plunges deeper into uh, into the depths of insanity, and uh, starts Christine starts killing off the bullies, and uh, Harry Dean Stanton comes in as the, as the police officer, and he's looking into this because this car is rare and the color is rare and he kind of suspects that Arnie is a part of this. Right. And so he starts questioning Arnie and in, in getting into that and, and following him and his kids keep dying and Arnie keeps on kind of defending himself that's not him. I feel like they're trying to make you think that it's not him, but I think it is him. I'd like to believe it's not him in the car. I would I think it is him and and because of what we were we were talking about just a minute ago off air which was um at the final scene of the film when when the car is trying to kill Lee and um what's the friend's name? Dennis. Dennis, sorry. It's trying to kill them. It's a set, the car has the blacked out windows that it has in every other scene when it's killing people. But then there is a shot where it cuts to and Arnie is inside the car driving the car. Right. So it leads me to believe that he had something to do with those other people's deaths. You know what I mean? Like he was in the car or at least he was just a passenger in the car and like letting it happen. Because mm-hmm. they showcase in the film how he can just kind of let go of the steering wheel and the car will kind of... We'll the alignment is so good, though. It's got good alignment. It's I good believe alignment. you are both wrong. All of you are wrong, and equally right. Oh, that's my 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 theory is that uh, the the weird relationship between Christine and Arnie comes to such a head that it becomes like they're one person. Like it's it's a marriage of evil mm. at this point, and I feel like at this point they're just saying like it's just it's responding to his hatred towards these people and like it's acting out what he wants. To I, I, I yeah, I think that it's it's the it's the point of no return, which is why when he dies, like we can say like okay, like it justifies kind of his death. Like right. well, it, yeah, he wasn't coming back from this one, right? You know, when he's trying to kill his own friends and I shit. I like that. Yeah. I like that theory a lot, actually. Hmm. I made it up. I made it up. I love it. That's how most theories work. Let's be honest. It's about Christine. Most (laughs) theories work that way, I found that, yeah, that shot you're talking about where it's like the final shot, you know, of him and it reveals that he's inside the car. I just thought that was kind of like the grand finale. Like, he's one with his, you know, vehicle as this chaos is taking place. And I thought, oh, for the first time, which is kind of Mm. powerful too, you know? So it chases down the, Christine chases down the fat kid, kills him. Crushes him against the wall, cuts him in half, which yep. is a cool scene. Can you believe that asshole? He said, "Like he said, hey, it was just a joke, right? It's like <laughs> uh, you beat my car to it's nothing. Like, yeah, my car was literally looks like it was smashed by a tank. That's not <laughs> yeah, a joke. Just kidding. <laughs> That's not how jokes work. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> he gets cut in half, and then uh, I, I think probably the coolest scene in the movie to me is uh, when the other bullies get it." Yeah. Uh, and Christine crashes the car into the gas station and then blows up the gas station while inside of it and then drives away flaming. Yeah. Oh, so awesome. Oh, and that and that's the weird thing. Arnie's not in the car at that point. We do know that. I want to say something about right? this scene. Yeah. Uh, you know that. 
We didn't talk about whether we'd seen the film before. I just yeah. realized that, right? I had seen the film before. That scene is the most memorable scene that I of this entire film for me because when I remember seeing that film kind of as a kid, or this film as a kid, it it made me believe that every gas station was just an atomic bomb ready to go. <laughs> this <laughs> is, like, this you is could where just, it like, comes from. Yeah. Mike thinks everything explodes. I really do think it. and Everything this, is this, a bomb waiting to this happen. This is like the one, when we, when, when Kyle, when you picked this film again, this was like the one scene that I really remembered was just kind of like, oh yeah, this is the one that made me scared of all gas stations. <laughs> that like this gas station just wow. like, if you look at them wrong, they'll explode. <laughs> was it maximum overdrive, huh? No, it was this one. This is the one, because this is the one that I saw. Right, right. Uh, that gave me that impression. Mm. It really set, it's it sowed the it seed. Set you, it set you on a yeah. path in life to be fearful of anything that is remotely I, combustible. Yeah, I don't even, I don't even hold my phone close to my head because I'm afraid it might explode. This is my first time <laughs> watching this in a long time, and I forgot about this scene, the flaming car. And it, as if it's not awesome enough that this whole gas station blows up and it rolls out, like, you know, full speed ahead on fire, it's chasing a guy down and then rolls him over, yeah. and there's a then a burning body left in the middle of the road. I was like, dang. Yeah. Like, that's a stunt right there. It's probably the coolest, it's probably the coolest death in the movie. Yeah. I'd agree with that. It, it's, it's the deaths are pretty tame, for the yeah, most yeah, part. Yeah, they are. I think the fat kid's death is pretty. Is you don't see it, anything. Is, it, it, you don't see anything, but you know, it, I think maybe it showcases the level of I don't know for, chase ferocity that the car has that yeah. just squeezes its ass into an alley that it can't fit into, and like the bumpers are getting just shredded off as it's just like plowing forward. So, yeah. but but I agree, the flaming car and like it running him over and just this burning corpse left as the car trails off in the distance is like a really cool death and then you know we get to the end of the film uh where uh dennis basically carves meet me in the garage into uh christine and, and she uh, got the message yeah and they she run, got it they basically run her over with a bulldozer, bulldozer. bulldozer. Yeah. over and over well that's their plan you know, because a bulldozer has got to be stronger than that car, right? Yeah, but it's Chris, heavier. It, Christine's just in there fucking waiting. This kind of makes me, it, it, and that's just, I don't know. I mean, I guess, do you think, eh, I guess he kind of follows, like, the horror theme. You know, you always wonder, like, what the threshold is for, like, you know, like, Jason. What's his threshold? Yeah. Like, where's that death point? Blowing him you know, up. You can uh, shoot him, and you can do this. Like, Christine, it got the, it gave me that feeling, too. Like, all right, you can smash this thing with hammers, destroy it, and stuff like that. That's not, but but some at some point in time, there's a death threshold, right? That this car, well, kind of, kind of, because the ending alludes yeah. to maybe that isn't the case, but that there is some death threshold that this car has that it's just like, all right, all right, she's done. Yeah, <laughs> you know, no, like, just kidding. No, 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 she's no, not. No, she's yeah. not. Because even if you turn her into a cube, she turn her radio on. She don't yeah. give a fuck. I don't know. I laughed when that car was hiding under the trash. Yeah, I, did I thought that I did was a too. funny. That was funny as fuck. Like, I don't think it's supposed to be like, funny. Who put trash on top of the? Yeah. Did Arnie put the trash <laughs> on top of the car? <laughs> it just seemed like just perfectly piled up. Like, hey, I'm just <clears throat> hiding in the corner over here. Yeah. All right. So that's bi- that's that's it. That's the. So that's, that's it. Right. This is like that's that, it, wow. guys. I guess I guess I guess that's what the end a way of the to show. what a way to end. So that. that's it, guys. Well, bye. We're not gonna talk. We're not no. gonna do a rating tonight. We're just gonna go home. We're a no, little tired. I, the, that's it as far as like what's going on with it. Now here's what I got. It took us all 54 minutes to explain. Oh, oh, the I'm simple sorry. Film. No, wait, Co- Co- Cody. Cody has a moment. He wants yeah. to make a moment right now. Here's what I got. Now here's what he's gonna tell us all what this movie really is about. It's really why we're wrong. It's a, it's all about JC selling out, and it shows. 
in my opinion. Oh, like wow. with this movie. Holy shit! You think sold so? out in '83? Yeah, dude. He, I mean, he's he's go he's gone on record that he did this as just a job. I feel like you can kind of tell. It's pretty cookie cutter. It's not anything like fantastic like you're used to with John Carpenter. Um, it's 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 paint by the numbers. I totally disagree. Oh, I think it's so paint by the numbers. No, it's not. I feel like there's a lot of lot of like commentary in this film. Like we already discussed, like it's a like this idea, and maybe this is. And I guess we could argue that it's more Stephen King, maybe to some extent, right? Yeah. But like he had to make that conscious choice of being like, yeah, I'm not going to give this car a backstory. Yeah. No, he did. He did, but I mean, he like you said, he uh, before too. He's also said it's like hard to make a car. I don't see this one as like a sellout though for John Carpenter. I mean, he said he did it as a job. I mean, it's no ghost of Mars. I think. I think. Yeah, absolutely. He did it for the money. I think he probably had a little bit of fun with it. Like, I mean, are we going to just breeze over the fact that we're talking about John Carpenter, who is all about the money? Like, (laughs) yeah, that's why he does anything that he does. He even says when the remakes happen, I'm just there to hold out my hand and get the check. <laughs> That's all he cares about with remakes. Like Halloween, yeah. this new Halloween remake is like the first time that he actually seems like he's consciously giving somewhat of a fuck. <laughs> True. So True. like, yeah, and and maybe it wasn't I, his story. Like yeah, he was super passionate about, but he said he did it for career purposes. I, I don't like, feel the passion in this film like you do in his other films. And I feel like that's the one thing that's kind of glaring I don't, obvious about this I disagree this movie. with that. Yeah. I do feel, I, I still feel like it's a John Carpenter. It has his passion all over it. I don't. But at like. I think, I think his passion is not Dude, all the over lighting, it. the music, we didn't even talk about the music in this movie yeah, at all. Like, I mean, like where, you know, the effects, like all this stuff, this is all things we see in other John Carpenter yes, movies. Yes, absolutely. I agree. But yeah, this movie just doesn't do it to this, that level of tr- John Carpenter charm. I don't know why. I, you I think, I think that. you're forgetting a few more of his films. The Memoirs of an Invisible Man. This looked the worst. Starman. Starman. Ghost of Mars. I'd put on there. I wouldn't, but that's okay. Whatever. You don't get to say that. <laughs> um, yeah, I put Ghost of Mars in there for and sure. And Vampires, I think, is like that was the one that first came to my eye. It was the like, Ward. The Ward. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that, yeah. That brings me to another question. I was I was going to ask because he just named off films. Uh, where does this fit in the John Carpenter catalog to you guys? Because to me, this is this is not towards the top. No, it's in the middle for me. No, that's kind of what I said at the start of the show, right? I said this movie kind of sits in that in that that kind of middle ground in his career and his films in general. Like, I, I it's definitely not in the top five or probably top five, but it's probably you know holds the number six spot. Oh, I'd say eleven. Eleven. <laughs> wow. No, eleven. Know. We know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know. Cody over I here. don't know how many films he's done. I just threw out a number. So you brought up, Chris, you did bring up the music and the lighting and stuff like that, so I do want to get into that. This is, oddly enough, it's not one of the, the soundtracks that I, I remember from John Carpenter, but it's not a bad soundtrack. This soundtrack is so Halloween 3, it's not even funny. Like, yeah, like right around that time period. After, like, hearing, like, the song, like, live, I was looking for it in the film, and I realized why I didn't remember the theme that much is because it's so low, in the track, in terms of like the movie itself, like the music is like mixed so quietly that I don't actually immediately identify it when it happens. And the first time it happens is when he's like, Show me. 
and he tells the car to show yeah. him, and that's when the theme that really scene. kicks kicks in right there. But it's just so it's so quiet, but it's still a great theme. I don't think it's like his best, but I agree, it definitely has some Halloween three vibes to it for sure. I just in that era, not that it's the same. I mean, obviously every score is different, you know that he does, but. Again, you know when you're watching a John Carpenter movie because he uses a lot of those same sounds throughout. Right. He likes synth. a lot of deep. Yeah, do, 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 yeah. Do, 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 do. that's like every John Carpenter song. It's I, it's 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 different versions of that, but like increasingly more badass at some point in time. I like, I'm not saying I don't like his stuff. I just think that really somehow he can make a continuous beat go on and on and on and and be fucking cool as shit yeah i, I yeah. cannot get a read on mike tonight at all <laughs> what, what is i that? cannot get a single read on him <laughs> what, what, what's going on normally i have a good good idea if you're into the movie we're talking about or you're not into the movie we're talking about and Big sometimes seat. you just show up and i think you're just tired <laughs> and you just sound it <laughs> oh, okay maybe maybe that might be the case but yeah. He's you sound like hungry. you're sleeping right now. Oh, well, I, I, I was telling the truth. <laughs> it's all coming that's out. How, that's, how I, that's how I feel about John Carpenter uh, soundtracks. Car- but Car- 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 Carpenter. Carpenter. He's the comptroller. I, uh, John Comptroller. Besides the, the, the dash lighting to me, which didn't fit, I thought this movie is beautifully lit. This movie's beautifully shot, I thought, too. Like... Yeah, I don't have any problems with it. Yeah, no on this. I can't. I really can't knock any of the, uh, any of the shots. I think you're right. Uh, it's, it's. I mean, they really used well. fucking like twenty cars for this. They all yeah. had different looks. I mean, even at the end with the car having teeth, you know, like the way it was all crumpled up, it looked like right. it had teeth. Yeah. 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 Like, I mean, that shit is like so cr- like creative to do for a car. You know, a car movie only. It's. I don't know. I think that yeah, that this technical like the technical side is perfect not uh, well, maybe not perfect but how, it's it's a hundred percent how did they do that like it was it did, did you guys think it was a balloon when the car uncrinkled i don't know i what couldn't figure that? it out i couldn't I figure it, it out reverse either. reverse that's yeah, what i that's what reverse I from what they're pulling them it, steel yeah, it's in. getting either yeah. they're crushing it or pu- yeah somehow Pro- manipulating it. hydraulics or why why couldn't they why it's not stop motion right it's not like no. they hit the car it, it probably, and it, it probably yeah. has to be reverse only because there's the one scene of the mirror and you could you could that's obviously in reverse but Still, I can't even. That's I. I think that's it's that good of an effect. I couldn't really pinpoint what exactly am I looking at. Am I actually looking at like sheet metal? Am I looking at just a real close shot of some kind of other material that looks like a car? Like I couldn't figure it out. I liked it a lot too. Yeah, I think it was really well done. Very very effective and realistic looking. For whatever a car blowing yeah, itself, I don't know what that looks yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> I think it looks like that. Apparently, yeah, that's what it, I mean. And the sound effects were really well done for it too. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, it was. Well, and there's like different, like the uh, different effects that I really enjoyed. Like when the car does come back to the garage, uh, Christine comes back to the garage from being on fire. That smoke. And, oh like, my god! Yeah. yeah, how like burnt the car looks. I think is fantastic, and the way it sounds. Again, the, yeah, the, the sound design, especially with the engine noises and stuff like that, is, is fucking fantastic. Right. You guys want to rate this Mamber Jammer? Yeah, we can rate it. All right, what are we rating it? We're going to rate Defecated Dashes. Defecated Dashes. <laughs> so stupid. Let's start with Chris. I'm giving this a three. I enjoy this movie. I don't think it's one of John Carpenter's best films, but I have a lot of fun watching it. Um, I'm glad I watched it again because I think it does hold up still. The effects are really awesome. Um, the car is beautiful. I liked all the characters for the most part and hated some of them too. So, I mean, it was pretty well done, pretty well played by everybody. Um, you know, it's a little long. It's almost two hours. It, 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 that's probably the 
biggest gripe I have with the film. I think technically it's sound. Um, and I definitely would recommend checking it out at least once um, if you're into watching a killer car movie. There you have it. Next. I'll, you know what? I'll go next. I'm going to give it uh, I'm going to give it 2.5. I think it's middle of the road. Um, not my favorite John. I'm rating this on a scale of John Carpenter films. I'm putting it like more than probably just regular films. I'm putting it in the category of John Carpenter films. Uh, and I would say that it's, it's, uh, uh, it's not a bad movie, but it's not his best movie. And, uh, I think it kind of, there is a, a, I don't know. I don't want to say it feels like there is a little bit of a lazy element to some of the, some of it. And I think runtime may be a, a part of that. Um, that could be definitely an issue, but otherwise from that, yeah, dude, it's, it's a solid film. Like there's not really anything to knock as far as like, other than it doesn't feel like John Carpenter was hundred percent in this film. So I think it's just an, uh, an okay film. 2.5 for me. Defecated dashes. Good luck. Def two and a half a defecate. <laughs> <laughs> a half a defecation. Half a defecation. Yeah. Now let's go with the mysterious one, uh, that we can't pinpoint what his <laughs> rating is. Michael Salustio. I'll give it a three. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Much higher than All I right. thought. We're done here. That's no, no, that's no, good. Um, <laughs> yeah, like, like there's, it, there's nothing to hate about this film. It's a good film. It's a solid film. I just, you know, there, it's just, it's just not one of his best. I, it, you know, I just don't think it's like. But it's still better than a lot of other films. Like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like. In his in his wheelhouse or in his in his entire library, I wouldn't I wouldn't put it as the worst. But like again, it's still well done. It's still well made. It's better than a lot of our garbage films that are out there. Let's be honest, there's a lot of garbage films out there, guys. Yeah, true. Have you seen all of them? I've seen a lot of them. Yeah. Guess what? <laughs> you haven't seen all of them, but you know damn well I'm right. Um, three. I'm done. That's the three from Mike. <laughs> Kyle. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with uh, with Chris and Mike. I'm going with a three on this one. Um, I really enjoy this movie. I think it's a fun movie. I agree. I don't think it's tr- it's it's his best film, but I think it stands up with a lot of his a lot of his movies. And I I don't think it's his worst by any means at all. Um, I think it's a you say there's you see laziness in it, but I just like it's it's a gorgeous it's it's shot wonderfully. It's shot well. It's it's a fun story. Like maybe it's not fully explained in some parts, but I mean overall, I think it's a pretty entertaining movie. So yeah, three, check it out. Three from Kyle. All right, guys, that's our show for this week. We do have two reviews to read. We're ready. Yeah, I'm ready. All right, guys, this one's uh, from Pumpernickel Pickle, and they give us five stars. The subject is it's a joy for the ears. Always look forward to new episodes of this podcast, and I've listened to the back issues multiple times. The show is a pleasure to enjoy over and over, not just for cult movie fans, but also for fans of movies in general, and pop culture specifically, too. It makes me laugh, makes me think, and makes me appreciate the vibe of these guys. And the good times they share with us. Keep up the good work, fellas. You're quite brilliant. 
Thanks, Pumpernickel Pickle. That is nice. That is the nicest. I feel like you're Pumpernickel Pickle is so polite. But somebody yeah. whose mom is that? Whose mom is whose that mom for real? That? That's really funny. You are individually special. You each have your own unique qualities. See, that's what I like. Yeah. I like that. I like that. I, I know, we all thought- have we all have something good to take away from uh, that. You could say it's thoughtful. Yeah. I would definitely you you, like, you four a- are the most handsome men. Yeah. <laughs> just so well, darn let's not, handsome. Let's not go that far. <laughs> You look all, all of you look just like your fathers. It's just <laughs> you're so handsome. Oh, thanks. Thanks, Pickle. Thanks, Pumper. <laughs> thanks, Pickle. Thanks, Pumper Pickle. <laughs> Next. Alright, this is from uh Algar Budsky, who let's be honest, like that is a name of a dude you want to hang out in a bar with. Yeah. Just want to hang out with old Algar Budsky. Budusky. <laughs> <It's not laughs> I think it's Budsky. Budusky. Budusky. Badusky. 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 But hey, yeah. you know what? New, new name suggestion from yeah. Colfoon Interview. Well, good old Maybe go with Budsky. Good old Algar. <laughs> he, says, he says this is a good podcast, guys. Five stars worth of a good podcast, in fact. Uh, sounds like my friends and me arguing about movies, genre, and etc. Funny, sarcastic, and entertaining. Algar, thank you. I think that's a great. I like that. Funny, sarcastic, entertaining. We should use that. Yeah, we're gonna put that on a a, uh, put that on a mug. Or put that on a mug. Good tagline. Good tagline, Algar. It's just like oh, Algar. Did you just gave you just gave us a new tagline? Yeah. Yeah. Wait. We read it. (laughs) We read it. Okay. Sorry. I I stopped because I was like I don't have anything to say. Oh. (laughs) Well, thanks, Chris. Wait. Listen. No, I uh, no. They gave us a new tagline. Thank you for that. We appreciate the reviews. I think that's a quote. A new quote. Oh. So thank you for leaving us that free quote that we can use. Uh, we appreciate <laughs> you agreeing to that. <laughs> uh, fantastic. You heard it. You agree to it. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here, so you agree to it. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You just start talking really fast about all the things <laughs> like that you. <laughs> It's like those medicine commercials <laughs> all the side effects at the end. <laughs> all right, guys, make sure you follow us on social media at Coldfilm underscore review on Instagram and Twitter. You can also go to our website, coldfilmreview.com, uh, and listen to all of our episodes that are on there. There's over 120, so get down on them. You can go to YouTube. We got a bunch of old episodes on there. We got some other stuff on there. Go check that out. Some unboxings. Uh, subscribe, like, comment. And then, again, leave us a review. We'll give you a shout-out. Uh, you can follow Kyle. You can follow me on Instagram at coltfilm underscore Kyle. You can follow Chris at coltfilm underscore Chris on Instagram. And you can follow Mike at Mike Salustio on Twitter. And you can follow me at VHS Collect on Instagram. That's our show. Remember, if you're going to join a cult, make sure they watch good movies. We'll see you next time. <laughs>